Oops, I did it again with your heart. Got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby. Oops, I. Why can't we just turn this into a Britney Spears fan cast? Fan it, podcast? Well, that, don't they already have one of those? Well, I submitted this one. I submitted this one. Well, I want to, I'm I submitted this to become a Britney Spears podcast, but... I want to be a part of that more than anything else. They put us on a conservatorship. Now we got Britney's dad harassing us. I'm like, I just want to go to McDonald's. (laughs) But you're making me go to Target. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Eating a lot of bacon egg bites at the Starbucks. Are ready on this one? Combination Taco Bell. A what? KFC. Combination KFC and Taco Bell. It's a song. Uh, Oh, they're... I'm at the Taco Bell. Yeah, why do they do that? That combination of those things? It's a it's the best collaboration since the Avengers. Okay, and how often are you going to KFC? Oh, let me oh, every time I drive past Harrison, because it's just on the outskirts and I don't want to stop in Harrison. Yeah, there's nothing else there. Uh, That's no, why. Just racists and garbage. It's the worst. I mean, sorry, there's only one thing there. Same thing. Garbage? <laughs> garbage are <laughs> racists are garbage. Yeah. Kidding. People there there's probably some good people in Harrison. I think there are. I'd love to meet some. I would love to. I haven't yet. I am. I see their billboards, and I just stop at the combination KFC and Taco Bell. Yeah, those are bad. Don't they also have? Don't they have Pizza Hut and is combined with something else too? Yeah, but it's, oh, it's a combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Okay, it's Pizza Hut and Taco Bell is the song. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. <laughs> and it talks about like two that's people it, getting that, put together. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, you're mocking me. <laughs> stop it, Neil. <laughs> Tyler's had a look in his eyes that kind of frightened me. It's the fajitas. <laughs> like a fajita. We had some fajitas for dinner. Fajitas for dinner. Dinner <laughs> is dinner. Hey, we, uh, this, okay. It's going to be Welcome, real. everybody. It's about to get real. This one is going to be tough, and I'm going to be honest. So uh, Tyler has told me that technically we have an episode that is one of the higher uh, listened to episodes. It was also our last episode for a year and a half, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I mean, I like to think that it's because we gave good content. Yeah, and then we left and that then good we content left it. there. Yeah, well, so people probably listened to that episode, which was starting a church. Yeah, and we did that because you went and started a church. Because I went and started a church, and uh, and COVID has happened, and we have had how long? How many months have we said that we wanted to do this episode? Uh, well, honestly, it. If you look at the timeline, which all of you guys do, all of Absolutely. our listeners look at the timeline. Yeah, yeah, sure. We it's fun. We have like we start with explaining podcast, which makes sense. We're starting yeah, a podcast. Yeah, very sure, meta. Sure. So we roll through and then we do all these random things. I know where you're going with this. And then it start hits <laughs> in the last in like essentially the last episode ever, what it seems was really just season one. Yeah. Was starting a church because <laughs> Neil left me. Well um, for greener pastures it hurts. that are not greener. Well, it's it actually quite ugly in Ohio. Wow. Um, wow. It's not my fault. The place is a barren wasteland for joy. Okay. And so I'm kidding. It's funny. My friend, Mark, he Lyon. lived in Ohio for, oh yeah, he's on the grind. Um, whenever, um, he, uh, my buddy Mark lived up there, my friend Jared and I would just constantly talk about how he lived in the worst state in the, the United worst States. One. It's fine. It's just mostly valves. It's like 75% valves. Like, calm down. What are you trying to prove here, Ohio? Um, anyways, and so <laughs> our last episode of season one was how to start a church. And then we didn't do anything for a year and a half. Right, yeah, it was, and it was it, rough. if you look at it, it's like how to stop a church. It's like the gap is explained right, because right, there's a church right, in there. Yeah. But it was it was still pretty fresh. Neil, it I'll was, shut up. It was pretty fresh. Uh, so we started a church. The the episode that, that we are doing right now is called Shutting Down a Church. 
So it's the exact opposite of starting a church because yeah. that is what we had to do. Our church was called Trademark Church. We had uh, high hopes. I got high, high hopes. hopes. And literally the month you moved there, <laughs> COVID shut down the yeah, world. Yeah, COVID. So Hashtag timing. Apparently timing is everything. That's yeah. what I've heard. They say, if you're going to start a business, it's all about three things. Timing, timing, timing. Actually, well, it's location, location, location. Yeah, but timing seems right. Yeah, yeah mix was, that with a bad location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a recipe for disaster. disaster. So we ended up shutting Trademark Church down. But one of the best things of that entire church startup process was I had a chance to get to know one of Tyler's really good friends. Yippers. Mark Cox. Yep. And so Mark this, H. His this, middle name starts with an H. What? His middle name starts with an H. His middle name does? When he can't get his I username. call him Mark freaking Cox. Yeah, that's, that's an F. That's not. <laughs> that's a letter. Not a bad F. No, no, that's a good. Medium bad good. F. Uh, so th- this one is is going to be a special one because we are going to ask him to be a part of it. Yep. You know what would be really cool is if we could add another caller in and do a four-way call, but just have Joseph Tilly do the music live for us. So I mean, we didn't have to push this button. I'll tell you this. It would be incredible. I'm here for it. He lives you imagine in that? California, which you is a much better state than Ohio. Yeah, and he'd have to get up a lot earlier to do this with us. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Tyler and Neil Explain Everything podcast. Now officially your fourth favorite podcast. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you go to patreon.com slash explain everything to get exclusive episodes. Looks like we made it. So why are we having Mark on here? Because we, we I could say he, he shut down our it. church in Ohio. You could say it. I'll tell you this. Of the three people on here, <laughs> oh, I am no. the only person who has not shut down a church in Ohio oh, no. in the whole group. I, I, even more specifically, I'm the only person on here who has not shut down a church in Dublin, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this one's going to be, this one's good. It's going to be hard. I don't know how you're doing it. I, it would be really hard for me because the amount of work, time, effort, energy. This is the most painful thing that I, that I've ever gone through. Not this podcast, but shutting down that church, shutting down the church, (sighs) just because you, you sell everything you have or you have someone steal it out of, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was too much. I'm so sorry. I don't know if Mark knows that. I, I haven't, haven't told, him. told him. I haven't either. You want to tell him on the podcast? We can tell him on the no, podcast. No, we don't have to. Neil. No, I think we should. Is it a secret? Not anymore. It isn't. Uh, I told it to the entire I, I church. I just said it to the, uh, millions yeah. of people around the world. <laughs> <laughs> and all our millions. Is this a Patreon or a regular? Uh, I, I said every episode. I know you do, yeah. It doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> no, I think this cares. is a regular. Everybody that listens is on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash explain everything, which I would never plug on the show. No. It's not about you? us. It's not about making money. Now. We do it for the love already, of the game. They're already here. We're like Kevin Costner. Everybody's already on the Patreon. It's for love of the game. Bull Durham. Don't cut your hand. You know what I mean? Don't cut your hand. No. Mm-mm. Especially if, if you're a pitcher. If you cut your yeah, if you cut your hand and then you stick it on your face, you look like an orc <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Or you look if you look like a volleyball and you look like Wilson. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> I am going to add Mark Cox into this. This is gonna be uh, high podcast. class. Do I need a stall? Or be, we just gonna no. Because like, we can't hear it ring, can we? I don't know. This is really cool, Neil. Yeah, this is actually, we can really do this. So we're calling Mark. And he, Am I going to be able to? He, hopefully he's like at a drive-thru. I think he's in a drive-thru right now. Oh, he's at a combination pizza and Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to both. No way. I am in a drive-thru. Oh, are you really? <laughs> are you really? No way. Absolutely not. 
Oh, I swore off Taco Bell a long time ago, gentlemen. Starting off with a lot. Mark a Cox. Hey, uh, Tyler How's says your, your middle name is uh, H, and uh, I have been, I've only used your name as Mark Freaking Cox. So I didn't know <laughs> it was with an H. I had no yeah, idea. H is my whole middle name. Yeah. H. That's H. just it. Well, I thought it was Hacken. Just H. <laughs> Mark Hacken Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, welcome to the internationally acclaimed number one in Germany. No, we're not. We're trending in Germany, but we're definitely <laughs> not number one. Aren't we trending in Germany? Yeah. yeah. Which is where you want to trend. Definitely, you're definitely my fourth favorite podcast. Hey, That's all I've ever wanted. That's all. We don't yeah. shoot for the stars. We shoot for the ozone layer. <laughs> and, and, and really, it's just a blanket or it's a suit of armor around the earth. It really is. Really a suit of armor. Thank you. That works out for everybody. <laughs> Mark, uh, hey, man, welcome. How you doing? You got time? You got hey. time to talk? Absolutely, I do. Okay, okay, this is good. We're doing yeah. a we're doing a podcast called "Who's More Ticklish." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost threw up fajita, like a fajita. Yeah, we had fajita uh, so much. Uh, so you know, we're doing we're doing this episode. This is a t- we've had this on our docket for a while, Mark, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I haven't wanted to do it, and you've given me the courage to go on. What? Because you're here, because you're here with us. So we're we're talking about shutting down a church. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, we we haven't really spoiled everything with people. Uh, the irony here. Uh, where where did you? T- all right. So tell people. That we've already told people. We did a whole episode on us trying to start mm-hmm. one in in uh, in, du- <laughs> in Dublin, Ohio. Hey, and, from Dublin. And, uh, he's from yeah, he's from Saint Patrick Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Who's that Patty? <laughs> He's from Dublin. Hey. Oh, he's not from Dublin. Nothing no, good ever not. came out of no. Dublin. Hey, hush your mouth. I guess so. so, so th- good, good things went there and, and it came back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But nothing was born there. <laughs> yeah. So people don't know. Tell tell them about, because you you and your family, you started a church, uh, ironically. Uh, tell them where and when, because they need to hear this. Yeah, the, in Dublin. In Dublin. So <clears throat> the quick I... story is um, we, we, you know, we are two people who moved from Arkansas to Dublin to plant a church. Oh um, I moved there in 2014. And, um, and, and so we, I can tell you that we knew that we we're going to land in Columbus. Uh, we had lived in Columbus uh, right out of college. So graduated in 2005 and uh, there's a church on the North side of Columbus in Westerville that hired me worked there for two years. Um, wasn't a fantastic connection. Ended up moving to um, Indian Springs Baptist Church in Arkansas, by in Arkansas. Oh yeah, um, that's there. where I would have got connected with everyone. That you know, that's how I met Tyler. That's how you um, go way back and, and, and all that. Yeah, yeah. You guys do. So anyway, seriously. Um, that- so in so in 2014, uh, yeah, we moved to Columbus, and we were um, we knew for the last almost three years that we were going to be moving to Columbus to plant. We didn't know, know exactly where. And uh, drove through Columbus uh, specifically. In fact, what's what's really funny is, I mean, Dublin is you know big enough to to plant different sides of Dublin. Yeah. But the part that drew us to Dublin is exactly where you planted. Oh my gosh. Uh, Just on the other side of the river, I can tell you that we were walking around. There's there's downtown Dublin there, and there's a Starbucks there. There's a Jenny's ice cream. Yep. Uh, right on the corner. Little kind of like downtown area. That's incredible. And, um, and that's, and that is just kind of the moment. And, you know, you, everyone always wonders like, well, how do you know, you know, well, we did research. We did like, we bought almanacs, uh, yeah. you know, farmer's almanacs. <laughs> Not very good research. Farmer's uh, almanacs. You did a research. Have a- what year was it? 1886? <laughs> we bought them from Biff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, what are the odds? Wow, okay. Deep cuts. No. 
but we did all the research on the population growth and all that. Um, and, and Columbus is, uh, it was the 15th largest city. I think it grew to the 14th largest city. And then Dublin was one of those areas that was uh, growing as well. And so, yeah. so, yeah, we planted in Dublin in 2000. Well, moved there in 2014, launched in 2015. So the name of the church? Access Church. So Access Church, you guys were yeah. set up teardown. You were mobile or portable. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were totally uh, totally mobile. We we were um, so we were on anyone who's in the area. We were on Sawmill Road, and we met in a, a little elementary school. And uh, so yeah, we had a trailer. Uh, there's a there's a little Moravian church actually that let us park. What our kind trailer of tra- Moravian? Moravian, Mar- yeah. uh, the Graham Meridian, <laughs> Mandalorian, yeah. Mandalorian, a Mandalorian church. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Now. Don't take your mask uh, off. They don't like so anyway, that. Anyway, um, so yeah, we were. We were set up and tear down in an elementary school, uh, which is incredibly exhausting. It's fun, uh, and it's obviously cheaper. Yeah. So um, I think our rent was somewhere around four fifty a, a, a month or a week, excuse me, a week. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it was great. It was great. We did we did what we could do, and uh, church planning is difficult. Long story short, we ended up uh, closing the doors in, in Memorial Day weekend of 2018. So, gosh. Yeah. Our stories. Uh, what, so what's so funny is like, we knew we wanted to go to Columbus when we started trademark, we went mm-hmm. there, traveled around and just fell in love with Dublin. Like, okay. The bridge park area specifically. And I'm like, yeah. the odds that this is where you were, were, were just mind blowing. And we talked mm-hmm. through Marco Polo or on the phone. I mean, I mm-hmm. want to say it was every day. <laughs> it's every I day, bro. It was, it was every day, bro. I mean, it was, He's it was constant. It was constant. Well, don't, Jake Paul's from Ohio. Yeah, it's he, every day, bro. He needs to. He needs to be let go. Uh, he's he's not, a professional boxer. <laughs> he, you can say he's a boxer. I don't he know. Let's say he saved boxing single handedly. <laughs> well, he used both hands. <laughs> he also used his face a lot. Yeah, barely. Yeah. He won. He's won uh, all his matches. He's undefeated. What, you, if you don't do air quotes on one. Then how did he won everything? He beat Tyson Fury, not Tyson Fury, the yeah. uh, mm. other guy, Mike. He's set to fight Tyson Mike Fury. Tyson. No, Iron he Mike. would destroy. He him. would get. Oh, so that's what you're saying? Is he's fake boxing? You're talking about celebrity boxing? No, no, no. he fought a MMA like champion. Past his prime, not even really good. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler just looked at me. <laughs> what in the world? Why are you coming? I'm trying to just say something decent came out of Ohio, and you're well, like, no, no, he no, don't I like don't him. Care. I don't like him. Wow. Like hey, him. Tyler. Yeah. Hey, Tyler. Hey. What exactly are your thoughts on Ohio? Because you've, you've made them plain to me, but I feel like it's time for you to go public. <laughs> Man, I'll be honest. Okay, I know I joke about Ohio, but I was Ohio is one of the top. 49 states <laughs> in the United, well, in the continental United States. Continental, yeah. It's actually number four. Hawaii's better than it in the continental, even though it's not in the it's continental. Not, it's no, it's still not. so good. It's better than that. Tyler came up and visited. He was like, he actually jumped in and helped us MC a live service. Yeah, that was fun. It mm-hmm. was fun. And we went on scooters. Yeah, that's actually what that ruined town. it. It was me. <laughs> no. I but I ruined everything. So we uh uh time so we started our church through the ARC, the Association of Related Churches. And mm-hmm. what they do is they help you raise money, they help do this training. It was 16 weeks of training, then you go to a, an intensive, you have to go through classes, they vet you, you sit down at a uh like tables with coaches, you get a coach, and they walk through the whole startup process, tell you how to do your your long. I mean, it's kind of like a science, which is a little weird, but uh, Okay. You went mm-hmm. through a different organization. What, what, yeah. uh, how did you, how did you get there? 
Yeah, so I went through uh, the North American Mission Board uh, eventually. Now, I can tell you that, um, which, by the way, that's like an arm of the Southern Baptist. That's like the national arm of the Southern Baptist. Okay. Um, and so. But how do you pronounce um, that, that acronym? NAM. You yeah, know, so they, like, they need one of the vowels from Ohio yeah. to, to even that out. Well, the, the Ohio is high, so it's an apostrophe, <laughs> and that's NAM. NAM. Yeah. Okay. Oh, NAM. Yeah. I said ma'am. Sorry. I don't know how to spell. So we, we, we investigated a lot of those different groups. Um, we looked at ARC, we looked at Acts 29 and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and it's, it's quite frankly like exhausting and you can be duly aligned with different networks. Uh, but some of them get real hyper specific about, um, you know, who you're getting money from, who's speaking into uh, the leadership of the church. Um, you know, and some don't want to be duly aligned, uh, based on, you know, beliefs and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so Anyway, um, you know, I, I had they were supportive though, right? Churches like, and was oh, very, very, yeah, yeah. Okay. incredibly. In fact, so and I, I don't exactly know when it started, but they they identified thirty two North American uh, cities that they um, uh, called send cities S E N D, and that's where they were saying, like, by and large, we are pouring resources. We need somebody there only to these cities. Yeah, yeah. so we're not going to plant and you know Podunk. Uh, Montana, like we're going to plant. <laughs> That's actually, Podunk's actually in Ohio. And all these resources. In Ohio and California are actually uh, two of the only states that had uh, three states. So uh, Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati were all yeah. listed oh, yeah. as like vastly unchurched. And the yep. further north you go, uh, the worse off it is. Yeah. So Cleveland, um, you know, and they're going to talk in uh, numbers of, you know, one per every Southern Baptist church, Okay. Uh, one Southern Baptist church for every, you know, but it was one uh, Southern Baptist church for every 46,000 people in club in Cleveland oh my gosh. Uh, at the time. And Columbus was one uh, for 18,000. I think Cincinnati was one for every 10. Um, but, uh, you know, What's a difficult there's place. tons of great churches doing that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's tons of great churches in the area, but it's still, still vastly unchurched. So what's wild is the farther you go North, the closer you get to the East coast, like Boston mm-hmm. oh, is, yeah. is near impossible. They're almost like, yeah. just don't do it. It's mm-hmm. difficult. Why I have, is this I difficult? Have a just moved Tom out of Brady. Tom. Oh, because he left? Yes. It's a you know Tampa is a lot more friendly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Honestly. So we joke around, but like, if you could do it in the South, uh, if you could start one there, they recommend that because it's so much easier to yeah. start a church. Uh, you're just up yeah. against things up in Ohio, but we knew the risk of going into it. Like you knew that going exactly. into it. And you're like, hey, so, it's worth so it. In the, in the aftermath, did you find yourself asking that like over and over and over? And you even you even had friends. You had a network in Arkansas. You could have planted in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. And did you find yourself thinking like, if I would have planted in Arkansas, I bet you would still be, you know. But that wasn't the mission, right? Like, right. That wasn't the, yeah. That wasn't the point. You let, if, if that thought creeps in and you spend too much time thinking about it, you're it's almost like you're done. You got to go, no, hang on a minute. Like, we sold out to this, so we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is difficult to do, especially in a city like that. And, uh, okay. So what is the what is one of the toughest things that you ran up against in the whole church startup side of it? Like the thing that you Damn. feel like you're like, oh my gosh, this thing was like working against me. Yeah. If I if I had to say one, if I had to pinpoint one specific thing, um, like the honorable mentions are like obviously finances, uh, you know, raising finances. One right. of the re- we probably could have still kept going if we had like if we had enough money to like say purchase a facility where oh, we didn't have yeah. to move in and move out. Yep. Like that doesn't exhaust the team. Uh, but that's not even like the hardest of it all. I think the hardest of it all is. Um, you know, building so much trust within the community uh-huh. that, 
that it doesn't seem like a bait and switch. It doesn't seem like a, uh, you know, a pyramid scheme, um, right, befriending yeah. you so that you can be on my team. Yeah. So that I can make it's money like off of you. Yeah. So you can be a part of my thing. And then in Columbus, you know, I'd say Columbus is, um, may not be like the San Francisco of the East coast, but that's like where the Stonewall parade is. Yep. Uh, yep. very, very, um, oh, democratic in, in Columbus. And so, very. uh, not that there can't be Democrats in church, but what I'm telling <laughs> you is like everyone that I, I met, I, I probably met, uh, maybe a total of like five couples out of maybe, uh, 150, 200 couples that would identify as Christian. Yeah. And so, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, they for sure are not trying to go to church. Right. You know, and, right. and I think that's the, that's the point is you're trying, you're not trying to like, well, I want to get you in church. That's my mission. Yeah. Um, but, but that is, the, if I can had to identify the, the actual, absolutely like most tough thing about church planning, yeah. it's that, you know, you, you have to have that strong foundation because yeah. it, they assume no growth for the first, you know, five, 10 years while you're just building trust in the community. Right. It's, it takes so long to do it. I, mm-hmm. uh, somebody told me a stat, uh, this was earlier this week. They said that the, the organizations that are sending people out now say that if you don't have seven couples that you are close with and have years mm-hmm. of ministry experience with, they won't send somebody out to start a church unless those couples will go with them. And they said that mm-hmm. number is actually getting higher. There's a church yeah. that is in Columbus right now that is very successful, but that's because they took four years to raise money, to raise support, to raise awareness yeah. at their existing church. And they had 11 couples moved with them. Wow. That's like, I can't even wrap. I mean, dear Lord, that would be invaluable. So the, yeah. the human connection, but also building trust with people in the community, it takes so long because, yeah. okay. You could be a sleaze bag. You could be other. Hey man, I can't wait to hang out with you. Blah, 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 blah. What I really need you to do is roll these rugs up and throw this back in the truck and do all this work <laughs> for, it. I mean, it's just like, come on. That's the hard yeah. part is I think if you are going to be pure to who you are and you're a people person, like you, you, you're not going to lie to people. So you can't look them in the eye and lie. So it takes a long time. Right. Like, Hey, I'm in this for right. you. Yeah, that's tricky. And, and, and to, to hear you say that, um, I don't know that I had the patience, of course, <laughs> when I left, I mean, I left in 2014. I don't know how old I was. Well, 31. I was 31 when I moved. And I don't know that I had the patience to, knowing what I know now, do what I should have done, uh, which is oh. wait. Exactly what that pastor, whoever you're talking about, that pastor in, in Ohio, yeah. um, the patience to wait, to raise the finances, right. to, you know, like you could, you could, like, well, we got six couples, we can go. Now we need 11, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be tough. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And if I were to do it all over again, I, I'm, everyone, everyone is different. Everyone's got a different model. If I was to do it all over again, I would move to the city. Uh, and if, if I was moving, if, if I was going to plant where I live, oh, know, it's totally different. It's done, yeah. but I would be building relationships for no less than five years. Oh no, go wow. get a regular old job. Cause most of these church planners have had church jobs for their whole yeah, life. Yeah. And so you might find a church that's willing to hire you knowing that you're going to plan a church down the road, or uh-huh. you can just go work at Starbucks, yeah. you know, whatever it takes to pay the bills for it's five years, just build yeah. those relationships in the neighborhood because, you know, Mark was walking up and down the street within five <laughs> months and saying, do you want to be a part of my church? Yeah. They're yeah. like, Oh yeah. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. You're talking, and they teach you this in, in all of these church startup orgs. They, they teach you, Every time you're getting coffee, every time you go into a restaurant, when you're at the grocery yeah. store, you work, you are selling 
the entire time. If somebody, yeah. if you're talking to somebody, you're supposed to ask them a question. Hey man, what do you do for a living? So the second they tell you what they do, you can go, you know, I'm a church planner and I'm starting to get church. We got to see around. with your name on it. It's embroidered in gold. It's on a pew. Yeah, yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> it's just like that. I can't do that. Because people no. see right through. All right, I don't have any good friendships like that that started that way. I mean, that's how I met Tyler. Tyler and I were yeah. in the produce section. He's like, "Hey, I have a gold pew today, by the blah blah blah." And then I got him to come to my church, and then he, now he's here. We call it and Tyler's now, now church. It's a little on the money. Yeah. So, um, Mark, I haven't said anything about this on, on here. Um, the the you're in the process. If you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. But you're in the process of doing something right now that you're working on. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can Okay. This is sure. a plug. This is a plug before so, it all happens. So that's what this is. Well, yeah, let's hope let's hope we finish the project. Um, so <laughs> I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book about this whole story. And um ah. and what I realized is uh first and foremost, I really so my kids when we moved to Ohio, um, my youngest was three months old. Um, so we had I think a four, um, and a barely two, like he had just turned two, a four, two and a three month year old a three month old, excuse me. And, um, I really wanted them especially to have a, like a written history of what our family was a part of. Uh, oh, wow. um, but I also wanted to make sure that church planners, uh, had some form of encouragement. Um, you know, and maybe it's guys that have been in the trenches and have walked away from church planning for various reasons. Um, you know, or maybe it's people that are in the thick of it that are discouraged. And so what I'm doing is I'm writing and it's really like a memoir. Uh, it's like my story. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, every chapter <clears throat> will essentially sum up, uh, like a season. It really goes across 10 years from, from the very first moment. Um, it was actually October, 2008. I was talking with a friend, uh, who was originally, this is kind of a spoiler. Um, originally I was supposed to plant with him and he's older than me. He's been a mentor to me. Um, and long story short, and I can tell that story in the book, um, it flip-flopped, um, and he ended up going to plant somewhere and I ended up planting some, yeah. go somewhere, um, and, and different States, different churches entirely. And, um, you know, and just the way God did that whole story. Anyway, um, the book is going to be essentially 10 or 11 chapters. Each chapter is a season of, of that journey. And, uh, and what I learned and unlearned about God um, specifically, oh, yeah. because I think one of the things that I learned the most, um, is that, is that, uh, it's just not going to be a pretty picture always. And I think we hear that in sermons, um, but we don't actually necessarily believe it. Um, and I got wrecked. I, I can yeah, tell you that yeah. one of the reasons that I want to write this book uh, also is that my identity took a pretty huge, uh, shot. Oh, um, heck yeah. and, and what I can tell you is that for most of my life, Everything that I did, um, like I had a pretty great family, everything was up and to the right. Jumped into uh, ministry, everything went well, it was all up and to the right. And then and then in 2016, we started to see things go kind of down. And, um, and I realized that m like my soul was crumbling with the tower that was falling, a, like, you know, the name of our church and, and the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the momentum was, was failing. Um, and, and when I saw my own identity kind of crumbling with that, I was like, hold up, what, what is going on here? And it did not occur to me that I had wrapped my identity up in like, kind of like the success of what I do in ministry. Um, and that really wrecked me for a while. I, I can tell oh, you, I don't know that I was clinically like depressed. 
Yep. Um, but I did feel for about, for about a three month period, uh, just kind of like a cloud following me. Uh, I didn't feel like I had purpose. Didn't feel like I knew what was uh, going to happen next. Um, and so I wanted to write a little bit about that because, um, because right now, right now I'm, I'm at a church in Texas. I'm doing student ministry again. Um, you know, I think the headline on, on that for a lot of people could be couldn't set it in church planning bumped back down to student ministry. Um, and you, you know, you kind of live with that in the back of your head, but the truth is, um, I love, uh, working in student ministry as my wife and I do this together. Uh, she's one of the best youth workers that we, uh, that I've ever worked with. Um, and that is in our student ministry now. Um, and we just love it. And we feel like we're earning wins for the team, uh, which is like something I didn't feel like I was doing in, in Ohio. Um, so, so anyway, yeah, I kind of want to talk about that identity piece some in the book. That's awesome. Um, and for clarification for our listeners, uh, when Mark said his wife is one of the best youth workers, she works with youth. She is not a youth who's, wor- who's working there. <laughs> just, just so everybody knows. Oh, the clarity. Yes, yeah. Just the clarity. Yeah, yeah. For clarity's sake. Yeah, she's, okay. yeah. Hey, she's, yeah, she's 21. We're helping she, you out. You're cleaning this. We're helping you. <laughs> Try- Mark Cox, canceled. He's done. And that's what the C in Mark Cox uh, uh, Look, man. That what you're talking about, the wrestling match of it, it uh, I think it would actually be therapeutic for me to be able to read somebody else's story about how they went through this, because this is the most difficult thing that we have ever done, my wife, Jean and I, ever. And then what you don't realize is what you do next is equally as difficult because you still are reeling from the effects or what it felt like and what it's, it's so wrapped up in your identity. Yeah, You're like, oh... So what we noticed in all of this is that the church startup organization that we belong to or that, that started us off, they don't have any part of their church, they're, they're the, the organization that is dedicated to helping people who have to shut their church down. And I realize why, because the optics on that are horrible. Yeah, and they don't want to give, like, it's almost like that's an option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, if it doesn't work out, we got these great people over here for you. No, we got Timmy over here in in whatever, in the back room that he'll talk to you about if you need to. There's nothing that exists for that. So it's like a prenup. After it was all done, like, I'll just, I'll say it. I don't don't think I'm like ratting on anybody. I haven't heard from those people at all. Not one time. And I'm not mad about it, but you think, oh, that's because. This is a church startup churches, organization. Yeah. They don't know how to help people who who shut for it sure. down. Unlaunch. And sure. that that decision for us, so COVID was unbelievably related to what we did. I mean, we we still yeah. decided to do it. So of the 44 churches that decided to start that year, 40 of them stopped. We mm. are one of the knuckleheads that said, all right, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll keep doing it. And we did everything. Everything was digital. It was mobile. And we did it as mm-hmm. long as we could. You run out of money, but you also run out of energy after a while. And actually, we it wasn't the money side of it for us. We could have sustained that. But I was dying trying mm-hmm. to continue this thing. And what you don't get is we had small groups. We had people in homes. We had pockets of people, but we never had momentum. So you're helping individuals, but you're not helping this big church thing. And people don't know how to celebrate that. They don't know how to go like, oh my gosh, that's a win. But in all reality, when we walk away from it, you go, now, you know what? Like we helped this couple with their marriage and they didn't have anybody to help them. So that has to be a win. And I know it's so cliche to say, well, we're going to go do it for the one. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's easy to say that until you have to do it. And then you're like, okay. Yes, but yeah. what are you thinking? No, I'm just saying, like, you're, you're absolutely right. The problem is, and it's the same thing with, like, like I'm, you know, obviously you guys are 
like legit pastors. I mean, I have my card, so if you guys need me to marry you, I can do that. Not you two, but other Thank people you. on Thanks. the um, on the thing. There we are. Um, if anybody's got any amazing youth workers that work with youth, I can marry y'all. Um, but uh, but like as an educator, like you sit there and you don't see the long term impact you make in people's lives because you're there for that season or that moment. Yeah, you don't see the transitions or the fork in the road that you help guide people on, and then like. You know, once every couple of years, they're like, there's a Facebook trend. The teacher made a difference in my life. And you and somebody yeah. tags you and you're like, yeah. oh, I, you were just a kid that I made an extra, a little bit extra effort to, yeah. to build rapport with. Mm-hmm. You guys like save me. Y'all's is like, even on a bigger level, you're helping people with marriages, their walk, like everything. It's an impactful thing. And you don't get to see where they go. Like I was a part of a church startup um, oh, in Little Rock, right. yeah, City Church. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, like that's where I was teaching high school math at the time. That's where I got the chance to be creative, make videos, got encouraged. Like Neil and I, I met because of the connection and what I was doing there. So like this podcast would not exist if that church startup, which doesn't exist anymore, did not happen. Neil and I would not be doing that's this podcast. How, that's how I met you too. Right? When it that, really comes down to it, it was all mutual friends. That's yeah. crazy. That's how I met your yeah. mother too. <laughs> 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 About nine, nine seasons to kind of tell that whole story. So we'll save it for later. <laughs> Spoilers on that. But uh, yeah, it's that's crazy. That is, that's how Mark and I met. And like the be- like I think of like my top four friends, three of them I met because that church started and I helped start it for the first two years. Yeah. I was a part of that team. I mean, I didn't do as much as like the main people, but like yeah, I was there but, but and you I were was in a big the, part of so it. So there's something really cool about being in the middle of a startup like that, it, it, you know, and if everything goes well, that's great, but it takes so much energy to do it. And it also has a lot to do with the people that are there. Yeah. Like you don't, you know, I don't get to p- pick who is going to be a part of it in the, in the city, you know, all, all those things. We were surrounded by some great people, but COVID specifically, and then the flip side of that. So I, I have to say this. There are other extenuating circumstances. I'll pay you $10 to kill this fly. There's a fly that is I'll literally- I'll pay you $10 right now. Kill That's the devil at work, Neil. Trying to take you out, trying to shut your mouth. It's literally flying in your mouth. The devil just be so busy. So busy. Um, Let me play devil's advocate. <laughs> that fly's doing the Lord's no, work. I, I don't <laughs> think so. So what was tricky is you're, you're alone. Like you were isolated yeah. for all of the effort and energy that you put into this thing. You realize I don't have anybody that I can just unload on talk with because I can't do this with the people we're trying to pastor and the people who sent us here aren't here. Like they're not here. So you are so completely isolated in that. And if you add one other extenuating circumstance to that, you're like, Oh great. This thing is going to fall apart. It's really a delicate balance, like your own soul, your own mental health, and then your energy level. It's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, and what's interesting too, cause it's crazy. You guys started in the same, you know, you launched in the same location. Yeah. And thanks to the wonders of Marco Polo, like, yeah, I was with you guys. I was Mark. I was with you when you went through mm-hmm. your process of thinking about it to deciding to do it. And then, you know, moving and all that, like we were talking almost every day, like on Marco Polo, mm-hmm. That's you, crazy. me and Jared. And then Neil and I were talking mm-hmm. to Marco Polo all the time. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild watching you guys go through that process of like, making the decision, seeing the road set in front of you and what you think is the best decision for you, your family, your, like you said, your effort and energy yeah. talking about like, how long can I sustain working 24 hours a day, right. seven mm-hmm. days a week. Yeah. And it's like, and I've got all these, like you both had different factors playing against you, but it's just like watching you guys go through that and the emotional toll, like 
it took on you guys. Like, Mark, what what do you think was like one of the the hardest things for you? I know you've talked about different things with regards to like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the impact it made, but like what was one of the hardest things in that process that people might not expect? Man, I, I can tell you um, to refer. So I've been listening to this podcast. Uh, I know no free ads, but sorry, we're going to do this. Um, the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. There it is. I wondered if you were going to say I'm not finished it. with it. <clears throat> I haven't finished. I made it and, to six. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because from my perspective, I was a big Mark Driscoll fan. So for anyone who's listening, um, this huge, huge church that was uh, just one of the most influential churches in the entire world. Um, and then I think around, uh, 2013, 14 really started to go downhill real fast, uh, because of some leadership issues and things like that. Go find the podcast. It's, it's, it's interesting. Most people struggle with that podcast because, and I'm promising I'm, I'm answering your question. Most people struggle with that <laughs> podcast because it feels like, um, failure porn is what I think what they're calling it. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that's and, a, that's, uh, I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Was that wasn't that the name of your church? It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible church name. So, terrible. Don't incorporate that so, word into anything. So I was I was listening to this. I so I still think about Access Church every day, right? And as I'm listening to this podcast about Mars Hill falling uh, and failing, um, I I'm starting to realize as I'm listening to these stories about what Mark Driscoll did wrong. And I'm like, for Pete's sake, what if they did a podcast on me? <laughs> oh, you know, and what, yeah. I'm, what I'm thinking, I'm, I'm dead serious. This is the answer to my question is, is uh, I think in the back of my head, I still deal with kind of this uh, imaginary critic that says, you remember how you did that? You know? Yeah, that was probably a mistake. That's probably why it didn't work. That's probably why it wasn't oh, yeah. sustainable. That's probably why they left. That's probably why the guests never came back. That's probably why the worship leader didn't sign on, mm. you know? Um, and so I think it's, I think it's, uh, and it, and it, so the church plant is done. The, the assets have all been forwarded to other church plants. And honestly, a ton of those people got connected in other churches. I think a lot of them are healthier, um, when we closed, then when we started, right. there's a lot of wins, but I'm still left in my head. And I think in my, in my darkest moments, I still think there's someone out there that feels um, like about me, the way people do about Mark Driscoll. And that's the thing that bothers me the most. Wow. Um, um, Mark, I know you, you no, and no, I've, no, <laughs> I've heard that on, on, no. you're not similar to Mark. Like, yes, you no, may no, have let some people down. That. I'm aware of that. So let me just be very honest. Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying like I'm confessing or anything. I'm just saying the people that I started that church with uh, were people um, by and large that were um, involved in my student ministry uh, from right out of college. So do the math on that. I'm there from 2005 to 2007. I leave uh, in 2007 for seven years. I'm in Arkansas and then I move back and I reconnect with all those people and they're in their 20s, right? Uh, and they're figuring out yeah. life. Some of them have already been married and divorced and have kids. Yeah. And they're in kind of their own mess. So what I'm telling you is, and I'm still haunted by some of those people that were my students in one era of my life and who walked away speechless and upset with me, uh, you know, 12 years later. Wow. And that's what that's what kind of, um, you know, that, that kind that. of sits on me, that, that weight. Yeah. And then, all, you know, and then it's like, the people that you legit were discipling and serving and helping and, 
and you just had to walk away because quite honestly, at the end of our time and, and, you know, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but like we were in real financial trouble um, at the end of our time there because we had sunk everything into the church plan. We had no, I was looking for jobs and stuff. I couldn't find the right connection. Um, Didn't like when we closed in 2018, didn't know if we're going to stay in ministry at one point, I was going to work for a construction company. At one point, I was going to work. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone was trying to get me to manage a Kroger, which is nuts when I think about it. Wow. Uh, they're like, no, you'd be perfect for that. I'm like, are, you, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> really? Uh, but, but all of those things um, combined, it's, it's the feeling of uh, maybe ineffectiveness. And it's the feeling of uh, you're done. Uh, you can't, um, you can't bring anything of value. Uh, and, and I know in my brain, that's not true, but you still fight those demons. So that's the answer to my question. It's a, it's a wrestling match. Yeah. To be honest with you, most days I lose it. I don't, I don't win that because I think this is, this is what my wife, she, she's always trying to remind me. I said, well, honey, we failed. Like we just, we didn't do it. Like, she's like, no, you didn't fail. I'm like, is there a church still? <laughs> is there, is yeah. there even, a, you know, is the, the 501c3 is shut down. Like it doesn't exist anymore. And she's like, you're, right. you're right. measuring the wrong things. Like, okay. And then when the days that I win, I realize the same thing you do. There are people that are in a church now. There is mm-hmm. gear and equipment and whatever we did. We fed shut-ins who couldn't get out during COVID. And we went and served the city. Like all those things are wins. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because Gene and I keep asking ourselves. So that whole joke about I would do it for the one, we keep asking ourselves this one. I go, hey, which one do you think it was? <laughs> like, which one? Like when you look back, you like, you think it was that one? Like, no, it definitely could be that one. No, I'm not sure that was because it's you don't. You really start looking around. You're like, okay, God, why did we go there? And I'm not gonna get that answer. And I don't think yeah. I should expect it in six months or six years. I don't know that. So the 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 lesson, obedience is the most important thing, but obedience isn't that if you know how it's going to go. Obedience mm-hmm. is doing it even when you don't know how it's going to turn out, and that's difficult. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other thing is that the, it, what it did for, for us, we measure wins differently now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, – uh, attendance, it's great. That has to be a, yeah. an important metric somewhere. But at the end of the day, a conversation with someone is a win. Spending time with them is a win. Building a relationship is a win. If you can disciple them, that is a win. But those things, we don't know how to measure those in big churches. You don't know how to measure those in most churches because it doesn't seem sexy. It's not like, hey, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't wait to talk to Rita for 20 minutes. And it's just like, that's, uh-huh. is that a win? I don't know. Yes, it is because she needs a pastor. Yeah. It's hard to quantify. They that, want, though. right. They, they just want access. The thing, see what I did there. What, what we, what we, know, that all, is your trademark. Also, <laughs> <laughs> what we, we learned is that you can do mobile church, but you can't do it without brick and mortar. And you can do brick and mortar church, but you can't do it. It's not going to succeed unless you're doing mobile. So that that's like my main takeaway. There was hit yeah. after hit after hit of painful moments and things like that. But there were good moments. Um, we have teenage kids. And for them, it's very different for them versus you with little kids. Your kids are not going to yeah. remember some of that. So I understand why you would want to write all that down. Our kids, the only benefit of it was they watched us take this absolutely ludicrous risk 
and, mm. and still process through it instead of having it all together. They got to see us not have it all together. And hopefully when they look back, they're at least proud of us. I didn't do this for them, but at least they got to see, hey, listen, this is what it looks like to trust God. This is what it looks like to be faithful and not set the table for God and say, God, here's what you could do with my life. Like you just clean the table and go, okay, God, what do you, what do you want to do? That's difficult. That's difficult. We, uh, yeah. we don't have much to show for it by way of what you would classic measurement. Mm-hmm. And that, that has to be okay. There, yeah, there, there's, there's been some and difficult I, spots in it. And I have to imagine this kind of piggybacking on what you're saying. I have to imagine in the same ways, that I have middle schoolers in my student ministry right now that are going to call me in 20 years yeah. and they're going to say yep. that really mattered. And I'm going to be like, wow, that's yeah. fuel in the tank. But that, but I don't know that now there's, right. there's, there's a, there, God is building a kingdom in Columbus and there's little things that are like notching away in that, in that momentum. And as much as I don't want to be a part of like the sad part of that story, um, I'm happy to be a part of it, you know, and yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. It's exactly what you're saying. The obedience end of it. It's like, would I, if I knew in 2013, <laughs> yeah. what I know now, would I yeah. still go? Yeah. Absolutely. So you would? Cause I, 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 I would probably do a couple things differently. Yes. Oh my gosh. By and large, yes. I wouldn't, but by and large, I, cause that's the right. thing. Like what, what's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but at every that's moment wild. when God says move, you move. Yeah. And, and so it's hard to explain. It's like, well, don't you think you should have done that differently? It's like, well, yeah, yeah. thanks bro. But you yeah. weren't there like in my moments leading up to this and like my mountaintop moments with God telling yeah. me like, go yeah. move, do this, I, you know, I, even I, if you don't feel ready, even if you don't feel adequate. Yeah. I had a guy that I called for advice and I was like, listen, I'm having a hard time getting like some momentum and getting some leaders together. I said, listen, I could, and it was, it was a struggle for me to call him for advice. And I'm like, listen, I could really use some help. And he goes, all right. It's like, tell, tell me, tell me what your scenario is. I was like, well, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to gather some people so we can get momentum on this. But he goes, I'll tell you what I would do. It's what I always do. It's like, I would get 50 of the best people you can find and get them in a room together. And you look them eye to eye and you challenge their butts off. You don't break your stare. Like you look at them and you say, listen, I know you've had an easy life. I know that things are going really well for you, but I need you to do this. And I was like, I, you know, I'm listening to this pitch. And I went, I, I legally, I can only have 10 people in the room, sir. Uh, what I said, I can't even have all COVID-19 in there. I can only have COVID-10. I could, I can't get, I was like, sir, can I have them all? Yeah. Some, I, and he goes, oh. Well, I don't know what you should do then. <laughs> we had a good run. Okay, okay. <sighs> so there, there's uh, there's crazy extenuating circumstances. Yeah. Look, dude, I I know that we say this, like you know, this doesn't define you. You you are, uh, we, our our identity sometimes gets wrapped up in it, and we think that you know we failed at that means that we failed as a as a person. But that's just not the it's not the case, man. I look at you and and what you are doing in ministry, and you're still doing it, which is huge. And I think that says a lot about your character. So uh, I I do think there is life after shutting a church down, but it's tricky. Oh gosh, it's tricky because we had options. We could have done. There were a lot of other things we could have gone and done. But I said, all right, we'll we'll jump back into it. Man, yeah, crazy. Well, thanks, man. That's good. That's good work. Thanks, guys. Before we do three v three, um, I just want to let you guys know I'm uh I'm starting a church in Dublin, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like y'all to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that hurts. Kidding. That hurts. Uh, 
Yeah, I know. It's, a place. Called, it's called. I know a place. It's called Failure Porn Church. <laughs> oh my god! That's it, I can't say. I'm sorry. Can we bleep that? That's it is uh, just it, bad to say. What's crazy is I could t- like uh, the month after we left, there was a fire four stories above or below. No, it's actually right where we where our church was. And then uh, right below, we joked around about this in the last uh, episode, like Urban Meyer's Pint House was underneath us, and that's where he got in all this trouble. It's like, ugh, the place is kind of greasy right now. It's, it's like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, ugh. It was weird. You watch all this stuff, and your heart breaks for the place. You love the place, but you're like, guys, 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 hold it together. Um, hey, do you, uh, Mark? So uh, we have a segment on here, Mark. Uh, Mark. It's called 3v3. Yeah. Mark, um, Mark I'm going to push I'm a button aware. here. I'm going to push a button, and then magical things are going to happen. Take us there, Mark. Mark's not taking us there. These are his shoes. Oh, okay. to the party, pal. This is 3v3. His feet are like chirping on the... He's juking him. Man, yeah, yeah, he juking. Spin move. Mark, I don't know if you can even hear this in your ears. Can you hear that? I can. I can. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, the man, modern Neil. technology that we got here right I now. I know. It's like we just plugged it all into this Rubik's Cube, and here we are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, here's the deal, Mark. We got two ways to play this. I want, you, I want you to feel comfortable in this, Mark. I don't want to take you out of your comfort zone, my man. So here's what we got. The way this, this goes down is... <laughs> We have a scenario, and then Neil and I do a draft of, we take turns, 3v3. It's like a basketball game of three versus three people. But instead of getting buckets, we get points (laughs) for our houses um, based on who does the best stuff. I didn't know where I was going. I was falling off the cliff. Um, So either you can, we can do 3v3v3, where you come up with the scenario as well, or maybe you could be the judge and then add... Any just that comedic genius Whichever one you that want. you have. That's the H stands for is comedic genius. The H is silent. Um, I Listen, I think the people are here for Tyler and Neil. I'd be happy to be the judge. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, okay. Judge, jury, and execution. Judge, jury. Yeah. You're McNair mm-hmm. from the uh, third Harry Potter book. That, I haven't got there for that crying tries out to loud. execute Buckbeak the Stop hypocrite. It. Okay. So Mark's a big Harry Potter fan. All right. So um whenever <laughs> Mark, every time I'm in a group text and he's like, oh, so is where I feel this is how Mark talks usually. He's he's amping it up for this. He's like, Oh, this is where I feel a little deficient. I don't know anything about anime or vines or Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> Because me and Jared apparently are, that's all we know about it. Oh my God. Um, what's the thing? I think where's the. Never mind. Okay. Hurricane Tortilla. Where do, I, where do I delete my Patreon account? Hey. No. Nope. You're locked in for life, bro. You're, you're alive. Patreon.com slash explain everything. Mark, goodness, don't shout out about it. Golly. Sheesh kebabs. Everybody. Okay. So here's, here's the way we're doing it. Okay. We're going to, Neil and I are going to take turns drafting the worst. Time and location to plan a church. And I think I, we didn't have this plan. We're going to have to make it up on the spot. Okay. Um, <laughs> you have to name the church as well. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and okay. so <laughs> this is what we got. Okay. Mark, feel in to add anything you want. Uh, you can go first, Neil, since you're the smartest. I'm going to go first. Okay. So this is, this is uh, mine. I would say that October 8th, 1871. Okay. In the heart of Chicago. Okay. 
the day that the Great Chicago Fire uh, kicks off mm. and takes the majority of the city down. That's that was bigger than the regular Chicago Fire. Yeah, oh, it's the Great Chicago oh, Fire. It's not that great. It sounds pretty it terrible. Was, uh, and if you if you if you stretch that out, you're like, it's the Great Chicago. The fire. Great Chicago Fire. Adam Sandler. This is terrible. We Millions of people lost their lives. Oh, they just yeah. Don't joke about it. It's okay. 1871. They're all dead anyways. Well, Even the ones that lived are dead. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I would say I would say that the the church name is Hearts of Fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Is that is that bad? Okay. Is that, how do we do on that? Is that rough? Yeah, yeah that's, that's no, it was perfect. Okay, that's the All way right. he would have wanted. Okay, it. okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, that threw me off a little bit, a little bitsy bit. Um, okay, so I got. I'll go with the start off with an easy one. Okay. Um, okay. It's uh, planning in Australia in the year 1600. Um, Europeans what didn't was- find it until 1606. <laughs> so it wasn't super populated and you wouldn't have spoken the language. Uh, but the only benefit would have been the cool name, uh, the Down Under Thunder. <laughs> the Down Under Thunder Church. Oh my or you could, you could have called it the Rescuers Down Under, like the, sh- the movie, which hadn't come out yet either wow. because movies didn't exist. But that would have been, you were rescuing people, the rescuers down under. And then the movie would actually been about you because you are a mouse. A lot of people don't know Man, that. Man. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't me. know that. Yeah, there's a twist at the end. You didn't see I that coming. I didn't see that one coming. You're a mouse the whole time. Mark, how are we doing He's so blind far? one eye. <laughs> 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 this is terrible. Right. This is terrible. You're winning so far. You've drafted pretty well so far. I'm losing. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, okay, okay. I would say, I would say uh, the day... <laughs> The date is December twentieth, twenty nineteen. That's your that's your kickoff. December twentieth, twenty nineteen. This thing is about ready to kick off. You're super mm-hmm. excited, and you're doing it at the premiere of Cats. <laughs> you know, some say that was worse than the Great Chicago Fire. <laughs> Killed a lot of careers that day. Oh my gosh! I mean, nobody's. Who's, I mean, who's Idris Elba's in that? Yep, nobody's G- seen him since. Dame Judi Dench is in it. Yep. Taylor Swift is in it. Yeah, that's why. That's what lost her that record deal. So she had to come up with her own album. Oh my gosh! Was that Taylor Swift's in it? Yeah, she hot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't look at her girls James either. Corden? That was a test. I don't know. Yeah, James. Nobody's Corden. seen well, him since. Yeah, no one has seen him since. He's literally just driving in a car. Asking Mark, people to interview. Mark, didn't he do something like the Oscars or the Emmys where he came out dressed up as one of the cats? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I think it was the ironic, like we all know, this is a dumpster fire, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I hope yeah so. he did it as a joke. He did it as a joke. I hope so. It was funny. Okay. Wow. All right, mine. Um, I got it. It's- Wait, do we have a name? Do we have a name for that? Oh my yeah. gosh! I church? didn't even think about that. No, uh, like I'm allergic to. Cats. Well, you're uh, call it the. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> the cat and nine tails. <laughs> sure. Oh my god. Cat of 19. Oh, because oh, it was right before COVID 19. So you would have not only because of the cat, but you're like, I'm going to stick around for a few months and everything Jeez. shuts down in March. They're a prophet. <laughs> they really are. Wow. Yeah. That's um, terrible. That's so, terrible. Okay. So, mine, uh, let me, I'm going to give you, Mark, you try to guess this. It's going to be a little choose your own adventure. I'm going to give you the location, time and location. No, I'm going to give you the time and I'm going to give you the name and you tell me what significance it has. Okay. So we'll say we plan it in 1955. Okay. And the name of our church is Twin Pines Church. What is that? Ring any bells? Twin Pines? Twin Pines. Like two trees. Twin Pines Church. 
not, not like too. Why don't I know? I don't know. Well, no. I'll tell you what I would have worked. <laughs> we start setting our foundation. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a DeLorean, and chairs. Yeah. yeah, DeLorean appears out of nowhere <laughs> and destroys our entire setup. Yeah. Some dude and a life preserver jumps out yeah. and is like, I was on Spin City. <laughs> hey, so I, I uh, uh, keep, keep going, keep going. Th- that would. Twin Pines Mall, 1955. That would be absolutely incredible. Yeah. Hey, I have what this is, theory. You don't look like it would. No. You look like you're winning and I can see the confidence. But I'm going to win. My <laughs> last one's really good. Tom Holland is the Michael J. Fox of the 2020s. Ooh, I can see that. He's like 40 mm-hmm. years old. Tom Holland? Yeah, I mean, he's not that old, no, he's but he's older. 21. He's older. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's How old not. is Tom Holland? 25. Okay, I was wrong. Okay. Still, not 40. Yeah, but he's- Not 40. He, he's, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why <laughs> I think he's going to be that, what Michael J. Fox was, because okay. he's going to look young like that for a long time. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he looks like yeah. he's seven. He could do Teen Wolf 4. Looks like a youth worker. And we're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, wow. calm down. Wow. Um, wow. wow. So, there you go. Okay, so you got your third. You're I don't winning. Even know Mar- if I, you're winning right I, I now. I don't have a good third one. I have a great third one. I would say like anything above the Arctic Circle, uh, anytime. Okay. Yeah, for uh, it doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter when. Uh, are there is people? Anybody live up there? No, no, no. I would say I would say Antarctica. Okay. Because uh, there's like a couple dudes down there. Totally. There's like a, there's like a, there's like yeah, a, uh, like Jeff. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> His name is Jeff. And then you, and then you call it, uh, you call it uh, a blessed or the happy feet of, of those two. Yeah. But blessed or the happy feet. Awesome too. Happy feet too. Happy yeah. feet. <laughs> That's good. The land of awesome. I fire. don't know. I don't know. That's because nobody down there. Okay. So I got mine. Mark, you ready? I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think you're ready to bump that jelly. That's what Beyonce said. <laughs> I hope that's not inappropriate. Um, Mark, Neil's winning right now, right? You would say? It's about, it's about okay. to shift. Well, I'm about to LeBron James. Knock the ball out of Iguodala's hand on the layup right now. Are you ready for this? I know y'all appreciate Thank that. Yes, y'all are, yeah, we both do. Yeah, y'all are a big fan, but y'all were just some kids from Akron. Okay, so night the year is not nineteen anything. It's the year is thirty two A.D. My town I'm planning in. I'm planning in Jericho. I'm gonna call it Old Testament Church. <laughs> now I'm in the middle of planting, and this rabbi is like a. A few, like less than a hundred miles away. Yeah. And he's getting big crap. I'm like, where are my people? They're walking out to this oh. cat <laughs> on some, he's summit on the mountain talking yeah, about yeah. Samaritan. He's walking on water. Ding dong ding. I'm like, quit you show off. <laughs> and I'm like trying to say, I'm like, look, we need to focus on the old Testament. Yeah. It's our only, the, I, did, I guess they called it the only Testament back yeah, then. It's the only Testament. <laughs> And, That's uh, actually the name of the church. Yeah, the only Testament. only Testament church, and then and then another single Testament church, and they came yeah, up with yeah. a new one. I was like, well, You're the like, whole oh, name man. of the church is shot. Yeah, it's over. It's done. Oh man, man, I'm not gonna lie. I I don't want to be biased, but mine, <laughs> I have the best one. He Jesus juked us on this last. I one. really did. I was like, yeah. it's hard to compete with Jesus. That's tough. That's a good pastor, especially when you're naming it. All right, Mark, you get to call. Mark, it. you call it. Who won this one? Man, I got to be honest. I think Neil <clears throat> Neil won it Hang on up the on first him. one. Hang up on him because. <laughs> 
Cut him off. Sorry, caller. Uh, we've got to go to commercial. Tyler speechless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with, what was your hearts of fire name? Hearts of fire. Hearts of fire. That was pretty solid. That was pretty solid. Gosh. All right, I'll, I'll allow that. Oh, I mean, wow. although you did choose that over Jesus, but that's fine, Mark. That's going to go down in your <laughs> Lamb's Book of Life, okay? Just so you know, there's going to be a little asterisk on your name. Peter's going to be works. like, uh, what does this asterisk mean? First off, your middle name's Heck, all right? <laughs> Heck and Mark Heck and Cox. Um, and then third off, that's oh um, just rude. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. He didn't have a third one, but he said that. I was done. (laughs) I was done. Hey, Mark, um, I guess, do you want to stick around for a Will It Rock? Will you be our friend a little longer? Of course I do. Oh, gosh, yeah. The question on everyone's mind, Will It Rock? The answer is probably yes. Wow. All right, Mark, you, um... You were pretty kind in letting us ramble damble. Um, so uh, for this one, we'd like to we'd like to pass the torch to you, if you will. Yeah. And uh, we'd like to know if The Rock was going to start a church, where would he start it and what would the name of it be? That's what I'd like to throw to you, Mark. If you need me to stall a little longer, I can. Uh, but I would love to know Pastor Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> What's it called? Gosh. Is it on the top of Mount Rushmore, which is the world's uh, most, the, the nation's most famous rock? The rock, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's solid. Uh, yeah, I didn't does, think about that. Does, and you can start <laughs> chipping away at Teddy. In, uh, we need some diversity on there. A bunch yeah. of white dudes. <laughs> we San need to chip Andreas out Teddy. Fault. So what? Did he do it on the San Andreas Fault? I mean, that makes oh, it's a good collab with the movie. San Andreas 2. Yeah. 2, yeah, 2. The first one. More yeah. falling. Killed. Did you just make it happen in the jungle? Who knows? Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. Jumanji 3. Yeah. Kevin Hart, he'd be a great server. You know what he could server, do? Server, server. Is man. he could do it on the other side of the flat earth and, and, yes. and he'd call it hello, hello from the outside. Hello. Yeah. Dale is his worship leader. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie. That would be a banger. That would be, that'd be incredible. I don't know how scriptural anything would be, but my gosh. They say a lot of people. It's tough to get time. there, too. What? How do you get there? To the other side of Uh-oh. the... You roll in the, the deep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get past the yeah, Antarctic yeah. on the edges. You yeah. roll into you the roll deep. Into the deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it rolls over there and it's just <laughs> the, Mo- the Moana... Yes, I was going to say, yeah. Built a, island lady. Oh, and he's there to welcome you. He's like, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. When I made that Moana joke about that, I didn't yeah. even think about the fact that The Rock was the voice of that dude. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's like he knew. Oh my God. Either the rock or Jesus. So, Mark, are you telling us that it will rock? Absolutely. Man. Which one? <laughs> Choose. Choose, Mark. Neil uh, or Tyler. Man, I tell you what, it, the fact that he would go through some sort of portal to go to the other side of the flat earth seems like a winner for the podcast. That seems like the only one that's going to work. That seems the only one to work. Yep. I mean, San Andreas actually might be, it. San Andreas is like a wormhole to the other side of the earth because where the earth is falling apart, you could just, go you could just like an elevator to the flat Oh earth. my gosh. It's like a, yeah, it's like a New York City subway. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's man, solid. which really, those are just worms, They're which just comes straight old. out of Dune. Oh my gosh. They, everything naturally. Comes from Dune. It all comes from Dune. <laughs> Dune. Oh my gosh. Mark, uh, this went very different than I thought. That it it went exactly go. where I thought it would. Mark, I love you. Mark, I love you guys. Thanks, no, man, no, no. for jumping in here at 12 a.m. on a Saturday night to do this with us. We appreciate you, bro. We really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you guys keep doing what you're doing. This is great. I love it. Yeah, Mark. but how great is it? <laughs> fourth, fourth, fourth favorite, favorite podcast. Yeah, there it That's is. That's all I've ever wanted. What are your other three favorites? 
All right, Mark, that's all the time we got today. Thank you so much. <laughs> He's like, courtesy laugh, talk hugs. <laughs> all podcasts. All right, uh, Mark, well, thank you. Everybody that's listening, thank you. We shut a couple churches down, but hopefully we did some good in the process, and Mark did it, uh, did it best, and he did it first. He really did. I mean, I planted in 2001, but we just now get around to that, talking about that. It's all about you two. All about y'all. So Tyler started a church in 01? Yeah. Gosh. 10th grader. And I was like, I'm just going to jump on this old bandwagon, try to beat out COVID by a couple of decades. So, you know, me and, oh me and Stephen Furtick just doing coloring oh. books of our faces. <laughs> there it is. So this is going to be a podcast entirely dedicated to the rise and the rise and fall of, of, of the explaining podcast. Our third episode was like the rise and fall of Logan Paul. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, we did that. We and he rose again. Yeah, <gasps> like he's going to fall again. Jesus. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's Jesus. my first sermon. What does it mean, Jesus? Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Well. You have All to right, say there, it. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, Mark, thanks again so much, man. We love you so much, man. We you're the best. So, bro, you're so cool, bro. <laughs> he's he's going to keep doing this. Mark, he wants to get a three-hour episode. Mark, where can people find you, man? <laughs> Plug this camera, this camera, this camera. Tell us what people what you got going on. What is, what is happening right now? Exactly. This exactly. is how they all end, Mark. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Explain Everything podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Explain Everything Podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you're already here. We love you. No, actually, we're in love with you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on our TED Talk. Bye.